Hey everyone, welcome to season three of the Teams with Edge podcast with me, your host, Ashley Livingstone. I'm an entrepreneur, community advocate, and like you, I'm a leader who is learning and growing every day. I've worked with a lot of teams and leaders over the years. I've really seen what works and unfortunately, what hurts. Right now, we are going through a massive shift in the workplace with the great resignation, remote work, hybrid work, diversity and inclusion, and overall sense of overwhelm and burnout. As leaders, it's easy to get lost in the many competing needs for your time. I'm here to help you navigate your way through these waters, to present ideas to inspire and motivate, ultimately to help you create a thriving, sustainable culture which inspires your team and helps your business succeed. So let's get to it. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Teams with Edge. I am personally very excited to have this conversation today with Jenny and Jenny and I are going to dig into something that may be a little different for all of you who are listening, but has become one of my go-to tools and passion projects. So welcome, Jenny, and let's uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I'm Jenny. I was born and raised in Germany. You may hear from my accent a little bit. (laughs) I moved to the US and I'm currently actually in Cairo. Um, but what I do is actually I'm a hypnotherapist and a breathwork facilitator. And how I got into that was basically because I had my own battles to fight back in 2015 when I was in a corporate job, when I had my nine to five, when I was managing editor of 22 newspaper and uh, papers, and I was just not fulfilled. And my friend sent me to her hypnotherapist. And <laughs> the next morning after the session, I woke up and I was like, Yo, I want to quit my job and travel the world. And I had just made the decision. There was no going back anymore. And then six months later, I was actually on the road. And I've been on the road pretty much ever since. Haven't looked back. And hypnosis has become such an incredible part of my life because it has helped me with so much. And now I'm getting to help people with it. So it's a really the most incredible tool, I would say, that I know. Yeah. And I... so. Jenny and I have worked together as well. So I have actually dug in myself into hypnotherapy and breath work. And I personally, maybe Jenny, you can attest to like when we had our first session together to now the difference, (laughs) maybe you'll be like, actually, I saw nothing. Uh (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. But I think there's, you know, even internally, I can feel so much lighter and able to actually solve my own challenges and problems um, by using some of the tools and exploring some of the things that I did in hypnotherapy. Would you say that that is common? It is absolutely common Um, because the more you are actually stopping and taking the time to be present with yourself and with your mind and the more you are taking time to turn off the analytical judging thinking side of the brain 
and go into your heart, your soul, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, the more you find inner peace, the more you find clarity, the more you find purpose, the more you find joy and fulfillment, and the more you can just tackle day-to-day -day life or some low phases that are coming up in your life much more easily just by really relaxing and, and just by diving deeply into your subconscious mind because that's 95% of our brain that we rarely use and where the magic happens and where we have stored all of our experiences, our memories, our habits, literally everything. And once you start working with that, you, you see the magic happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that was one of the things that kind of surprised me the most about, you know, some of the things that you have taught me is that 95% of the brain we're not even using on a daily basis. So I think about all of those leaders and innovators and people out there who are doing amazing things. Do you feel that they have somehow been able to like access that subconscious part of the brain or are they still untapped potential that is still out there? I think um, we do know a lot of great leaders that have such as Tesla and Einstein and people who have come up with these incredible ideas. I actually personally think that they have been channeled from somewhere else. <laughs> and there is actually um, hypnotherapists that help people channel these incredible ideas, these, these mind-blowing, um, groundbreaking um, technical things or, or um, devices or whatever, those are channeled, I believe. And then the other parts of leaders, I think they're doing an amazing job, but I think they can go much further if they're not working with their subconscious already knowingly, if they would know how much power it has, I think they could just expand their horizons, they could expand their impact, their income, just anything in their lives really. Yeah. And so I want to talk, kind of go back to how you opened about a little bit about your journey, because I think that your journey, while you made like, you kind of blew up your life, <laughs> you made big, huge changes, but I think where you were at, at the time is fairly a common feeling that everyone is going through or has gone through like that feeling of not loving your job, um, kind of going through the motions, feeling burnt out, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like, is this it for me? Would that be fair to say? 100%. Yeah. I was very, I have to say, I was very, like, it was a very loving company. Like I loved my team. I loved the people I work with. I even loved the things that I did, but there was something missing. I was just like, it, like you said, the last question that you said was, is that it? That's mm. what I was like. I was like, I'm right underneath the CEO. I cannot grow in this company anymore. I don't feel like um, my, my creativity is challenged enough or my leadership skills are challenged enough. I just feel like I can do so much more and I can literally help so many people and impact so many people's lives. Yeah. And so when a lot of people who do come to see you, um, Tell us about kind of what they typically are facing and if it's, you know, how, how that, how they find you and how they come to you. Like, what are they asking for? So they usually find me on social media, mostly on Instagram or uh, through my podcast, Mind Your Subconscious or through YouTube. And they want to have a connection with themselves. 
Meaning they want to, first of all, they want to get to know themselves and what they actually want. Because most of the people, whether it is that they're in their jobs, they don't know what they want. They don't know what makes them happy. And that's crazy. Like, how can you live life not knowing what makes you happy? How can you then ever be happy? So they have no clue. And that's why they come to me. And then there's leaders that come to me that are in the same position. Maybe they have grown their business to a point where it's stagnant or where they're just needing more confidence to get to the next level. But at the same time, they don't really know who they are, what they're capable of, what they want and what they can have. And I'm really a believer in a limitless life, meaning you can expand so much and you can have anything that you dream of if you know how to use your mind and how to work with it. Yeah, that sounds, sounds amazing. And I know, you know, when I came to you too, it was a little bit about building the confidence. And I guess for me, I kept feeling like I was doing things, but then I like hit a wall. Right. So maybe that's kind of what you were saying about like feeling stagnant. It's like, yeah, things are, things are great right? I, on paper and even like the day to day things are great, but it was like, you kind of keep going through the cycle. It's like, Oh, it's really good. It's really good. It's really good wall. And then you kind of take like four steps backwards and then you rebuild. It's like, this is good. This is good. This is good wall. And it might show up in different ways. Right. And we've talked on this podcast a lot about upper limits, you know, where, things are going really awesome in your business, but then you start fighting with your family or you're having great happiness in your family, but then you're putting out fires at work. So there's always, there's always, I want to say drama. There's always something that is pulling your attention away from the good, you know, I'm air quoting good, um, or what feels aligned for you. And I think you refer to that as a bit of a block right? And how, so how do we, how do you help folks really dig into discovering what those blocks are so that they can go to that next level or, you know, push past the wall when it shows up? So first of all, it is very important to find out what it is that you actually want. Mm -hmm. And for that, what I like to do is um, a soul space regression, meaning I take people to the, to the soul space, meaning why did your soul choose this body? Why did you did your soul come to this earth for? Um, why are you here? And then when you have experienced a block or um, in your life or in, in your business life or wherever it is, right? I take people back to the root cause. And most of the time, as you know, <laughs> the root cause doesn't have anything to do with what you think it would have <laughs> because it takes you so far back in time to your childhood or even to a past life where you're like, what the heck? I would never have thought that this is still influencing my life where I didn't even know that there was a past life where this happened and it's still influencing me. And that's how... By really learning the lessons from these past situations that are still influencing us or from these past lives that are still influencing us, by learning the lessons and by finding out why they happened, the reason why they happened and the lessons, we can get through these blocks. And then you turn on your mind and be like, okay, what's, what now? Now that this block is no longer here, what must I do? Finding the clarity, finding the confidence that you can take these next steps. Yeah. 
And I think that's something that comes up quite a bit. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, is confidence. And so I want to, you know, a lot of people outwardly seem confident, right? Would you say that that's, you know, something you see is people feel and they do, they go through the motions and they look outwardly um, confident, but then in reality or internally, that's not how they actually feel. And that's almost something that's blocking them. But on the outside, everyone's like, but look at everything you have and look at how confident you are. I would say it's sometimes it is a matter of confidence, but also sometimes it is a matter of not appreciating what they have and really being unhappy with where they're at. So for example, a lot of people, they don't find happiness in the journey of getting to their goal. And they may seem confident because they're like, oh yes, it's nothing for me. I can do this, I can do that. But at the end of the day, I'm still not happy because I'm still not at my goal. And then when they are at the goal, they're like, oh, but now I want the next thing and I want the next thing and I want the next thing. And I think it's more a, a matter of that rather than confidence. Hmm. Um, because I know a lot of people that are, you know, that are very successful, but then they're like, they're very unhappy either. But also it's the people who are very confident. Of course, they have their moments where they break down, where they start crying, where they are just like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what to do anymore. I'm just so, I don't know. And um, I think it's the two, the two types, not happy and not confident, where they also cry and where they also don't know. Mm -hmm. Because we're all human. And even your leaders that you would never expect it from, they go through the same shit. Well, and I think that that's, I've been talking a lot about, you know, leaders right now. I feel like there's so much pressure. There's so much pressure on leaders to, I don't want to say be perfect, um, but they, they're wearing a lot of weight right now of leading a team, keeping their business going, you know, especially over the past couple of years through the pandemic, you know, they've been stressed, overwhelmed, burnt out. And, but they are often dealing with their teams who are stressed, overwhelmed and burnt out and worrying so much about their team's happiness that they've started kind of taking from their buckets and giving to everyone else. So a lot of leaders too, this whole feeling of not being happy with where they're at, oftentimes too, I think they're just they don't know how to be happy anymore because they've been living in this constant state of survival. So how do we get people who are kind of completely, totally burnt out, maybe not even trusting themselves as to, is this a real feeling anymore? <laughs> or is this just a stress response? Like what's, what's real? Am I stressed out or am I truly unhappy? How do we get them to move from that space, you know, higher up on the spectrum of like, I got this and I'm super confident in, in what I'm doing and how I'm leading? That's uh, so the answer is going to sound very simple, but it's actually very hard <laughs> for most people. The answer is just finding your fulfillment, what makes you happy, what fulfills you, what fills your own cup. It's a very, very simple answer because whenever you start paying attention to how you feel, why you're feeling a certain way, and then really focusing on, okay, how can I turn this around if I'm not feeling good? What is going to make me turn this around? For example, this morning I woke up 
after a night of like a very disgustingly smelling Airbnb and people, random people ringing my doorbell. And I was like, oh my God. And I literally, I probably got like five hours of sleep, right? Oh, no. But then I was like, <laughs> but then I was like, okay, I need to work out because I know it's going to make me feel better. And then really forcing myself to give myself, to allow myself to receive what I get from working out. Or, you know, for example, if I would have felt like a massage, getting that massage, if I would have felt like talking to a friend then talking to a friend, it's really allowing us in what makes us feel good. And there's not many people who are doing that because they're always so focused on others, on leading their teams, on um, paying attention to other people. And they're forgetting about themselves and what feels, fills their own cup. Mm, that's so true. And I want to kind of take that a bit further in the work that you do. I don't think a lot of people even know what feels good for them or what fills their bucket, right? Because I, I feel like even a few years ago, I would have said, when somebody said, you know, do something that feels good for you, I would have been like, I actually don't know what that is. And, you know, the advice I was given before I started kind of working with you and, and actually discovering it was just to try a bunch of things, test it out, right? Try working out. If it really does not make you feel good, which I guess that can happen. If it really isn't great for you, then that's not on your list. If a walk in nature is the thing that just like fills you up for me, that for me, that is one of the things I love being outside in the fresh air by the water. Um, it just totally fills my soul. And, but then there's other things like some people love being alone or love going to go get a nice coffee or they like going to get the massage. I think you have to test it out if you don't know. Absolutely. I agree. You definitely, and, and even like for me also, it, it would be a walk in nature by the water. However, I'm in Cairo at the moment. It's pretty hard to, to take a nice uninterrupted walk at the water. So um, I had to find an alternative. And so to, to know what fills your cup, but then also knowing the alternatives and really focusing on that. And what I want to mention too is, for example, when you want something, right? Let's say a lot of people want more more money, more impact, more clients, more whatever, 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 right? They're focusing on what they think they want rather on how they want to feel. Mm. So at the end of the day, they don't want the money because they want the money. They want the money because the money is going to give them certain experiences, let them stay somewhere and, and give them great food or a lot of people and a lot of support. But how do they want to feel? They want to feel supported. They want to feel loved. They want to feel cared for. They want to feel amazing they want to feel energetic they want to feel like fulfilled right and they just forget that what they're focusing on is not what they actually want because what you want is a feeling it's not a thing and it's not a, a next step is a feeling oh that's I think that that's a bit of an aha moment for people who are listening is that yeah that makes complete and total sense that you why are you why are you looking for more clients and work backwards from there. Why are you hoping to expand your team or scale your business? You know, why, why are you trying to create a positive work environment? I think asking yourself those questions of why, like what, 
what am I chasing or what is the actual root feeling that I'm trying to get? And also, would you say incorporate that feeling in other things you're doing? Right. So if you're looking for, if you're looking for joy, you know, are you only going to get joy out of making more money or can you also find joy in being in nature (laughs) or whatever it is? (laughs) Absolutely. Go be in nature. Um, Definitely. And I want to give an example real quick. So for example, um, in last December, I was in a, so I go from Airbnb to Airbnb. That's my lifestyle. And so I was in an Airbnb in last December and I was not feeling good there. I was like, "Mm, this is not how I want to feel right now. So but then I was like, I want more money so I can actually stay in a really nice Airbnb. And so, and then I was asking myself, okay, how do I want to feel? And then funny enough, I told myself, I want to feel how I felt in September when I went into this one Airbnb by the beach. I felt wealthy. I felt expansive. I felt amazing. And then coincidence or not, whatever you want to call it, right? The same morning like an hour later i received a bunch of money and i was like okay fuck it i'm gonna book myself with that money into this beautiful airbnb which was across the other airbnb that i had stayed in in september (laughs) so it was basically my power of manifesting my feelings and how i wanted to feel and really knowing why i wanted that money and why i wanted to feel how i feel because i wasn't feeling good in that airbnb i wanted to feel more expensive and this was a very dark place yeah So for the people, let's say you haven't done um, breath work or you haven't done hypnotherapy yet, but you want to dig into what is that feeling? Can you walk us through a little bit what your practice is to and how you discover that um, before kind of taking the next step? What do you mean? How how do you discover that? Yeah. How do you discover, you know, what, what is that root feeling that you're chasing? Like what's, what are the questions that you go through? Okay. So what I always do is basically, and what I also want to let you guys know is that hypnosis is just a simple state of relaxation. We're turning off your thinking, judging and analyzing mind, and we're going to help you relax. That's literally all that hypnosis is. And then we're either going to ask for the root cause of why you're feeling stressed or blocked or bad at the moment. And then we're going to the root cause of that. And when we have the root cause of that, we just find out, okay, what are we learning from this? What can we let go today? What can we allow ourselves to come in today and really work around this root cause situation or root cause in general? And then we work on, okay, what are the next steps? Go into your heart, find some clarity find some, um, find the next steps and, and really listen to your heart and listen to your intuition because the greatest magic in life comes from listening to your intuition. And the more and more you do that, the more you work with your subconscious, you will also learn how to listen to your intuition and how to differentiate between fear and intuition, between fear and excitement and between something that doesn't feel good and something that just feels a little bit uncomfortable but actually that's the something you should do because it's going to lead to amazing results and so we and the more we do that in the process of hypnosis or breath work the more we get to experience that the more we get to go it's like a like we're like an onion right we're basically unlearning what we have learned throughout the years since we've been children all of us let's be real we want to go back to how it was when we were children right We want to go back to just playing, 
to to imagining things, these amazing worlds, and just just being free. That's how that's what we all want. I feel like in life, and so we have to unlearn everything that our parents taught us, our teachers taught, taught us, society taught us. And by using your subconscious and working with it and really dismantling these situations that have been imprinted on your subconscious mind, by dismantling them, we can then learn their lessons and we can move forward and we can just leave them behind us. Mm. And breathwork is a really great way to release something, like to release a block or to release the influence of a person or to release some energy that is stuck in your body. And it's also subconscious, um, a subconscious modality that targets your subconscious. And you can go really, really deep with breath work. So they're both beautiful in their own ways. Yeah. Well, and I, and I personally have done both. And I feel like breath work is something too that I can practice on my own at times, whereas hypnotherapy is guided. And right. And I know you can guide through breath work as well, but I think that, you know, for those who are interested in practicing or starting somewhere, breath work is a really nice place to start. Um, and, and same with hypnotherapy, like it is to me more of a meditative state as opposed to um, being taken over by someone else. <laughs> I think that that's one of those probably, and you probably hear this all the time. One of those myths about hypnotherapy is that the person guiding you is going to be able to control your thoughts and put things in your head that weren't there and make you do things and you're not going to have control over it. So talk a little bit about how untrue <laughs> that is. <laughs> so first things first, we all at all times have control over our minds. Nobody can ever control your mind because if people were really able to control your mind, what do you think all the politicians and whoever else wants to be in charge would do? They would hypnotize the shit out of you, right? <laughs> so there's no way that anybody can ever control your mind. Brainwashing is something different. Brainwashing that is done to, or, or torturing, you know, that is done to, to get a, um, um, to get something out of a person that's completely different that involves like uh, leaving the lights on the whole time involves starving you involves putting water on your face or whatever it is right so it's really terrible practices however hypnotherapy <laughs> i do not even give you advice i am the person that is leading you to the person you trust the most which is you so i am not even giving you advice i am extracting the advice that you would give yourself out of you because you know what's best for you. You know what you need. You know yourself best. You know your circumstances. You know your past experiences. You know best. So with my process of questioning and my process of guiding you to the answers that you need from yourself, then and then with you telling yourself the next steps or whatever it is that you need to hear, because you trust yourself the most, that's why hypnosis is so successful or hypnotherapy is so successful. I don't like I, I could give you advice and you could not resonate it, resonate with it at all whatsoever. I can give you tips, tools, tricks, whatever. If you don't resonate with it, it's not going to work for you. But if you find your own advice, that is the beauty of hypnotherapy and a, and a good hypnotherapist who can guide you to your own advice that you need to hear from yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, again, it's feels really empowering 
feel like hypnotherapy is a really empowering way to discover yourself. And for leaders, um, you know, who might be going through a challenge or feeling burnt out or just kind of want to discover, is this it? Or what is the next level? It's, you know, sometimes when you're like, somebody else take a look at this because I've looked at it too many times and I can't see clearly anymore. I feel like hypnotherapy is one of those ways where you do get to see clearly and give yourself your own advice and work through things that you may not even know are holding you back. Things that, as Jenny said earlier, that happened so long ago and you don't realize are still influencing you. Um, you know, getting up on a stage and maybe that something happened when you were in elementary school and you stood up in front of your class and gave a presentation and one person made one comment and you don't realize that it's still in there and it's affecting your confidence and ability to get on a stage now. Or maybe you are aware of it and you want some tools to figure out how to work through that. But that's to me kind of the most interesting pieces, those things that are in there that are still, it's almost like they're the puppet master, right? All of those situations are still kind of controlling how you're living your life today and how you react to situations, how you react when a team member leaves your organization, right? What, how does that feel for you? What is your defense mechanism? What is your reaction to it? I think that hypnotherapy can help you work through so many different um, aspects of leadership and your life. And it's empowering because you take on the responsibility for everything that's around you. Like whatever problem is presenting itself, like whether or not the person is leaving and you're feeling really terrible about it, or you're feeling like you did something wrong, or whether it is in your relationship, things are not going well, or whether it is your relationship with money, things are not going well, or with your child. In hypnotherapy, you're taking the responsibility not only for what has happened, but also for what is going to happen. So that is what empowers you to really take the next step and to really improve whatever relationship it is that you want to improve or your goals or whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I always found uh, my sessions with you to be such a like relaxing felt so refreshed and relaxed during it, um, during it. And then afterwards, I always kind of like felt like I was just stronger that day, you know, definitely going through like lots of uncovering lots of different blocks and different things like that. But I always felt a bit more like I got this today. And for, you know, afterwards, it's, but again, it comes back to how you continue to implement and live and practice in your life. And it's not, you know, same sort of thing as all of these other, you know, coaches and, and different things. It's not a one-stop shop. Here's your pill, your miracle pill, um, one hypnotherapy session, and you're going to be like set for the rest of your life. Um, you know, even for you doing it that one time, you got clarity or at least a breadcrumb that was dropped in your lap that said like, this is why you're unsettled but that wasn't it. 
right? You, you kept doing the work and you kept um, exploring and, and working through those blocks so that you did feel empowered to take those next steps. And I keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still there. I keep doing it so it doesn't stop. But the beauty of it is that now I am a lot more calm and I have inner peace to say, okay, this is not something that's going to destroy me or that's going to make me feel miserable for the rest of my life. No, I know that I have the responsibility and the power to change anything that I need to change. And that's the beauty of it. So I know which, with which, and that's why I try to give my clients too. I want myself to know, and I want everybody else to know that there are tools which you can use in your, like I said in the beginning, in your low phases of life or when you have a blog or whatever that you can use that are going to bring you clarity, that are going to bring you confidence or whatever it is that you need. And um, it never stops. That's just life. <laughs> but it is what it Doesn't. is. <laughs> it's like exercising, right? And yeah. I, I think that's kind of the point is people think, oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm good, doing like, I don't need to keep doing this because I feel good. But then you stop and you're like, oh, now I don't feel so good anymore. <laughs> Yep. right it's like the exercise you know everyone so we're in opposite parts of the world if anyone could see the video right now Jenny is sweltering to death and like <laughs> overheating and I'm wrapped up in a blanket and freezing um but it's like for us we're always like in Canada we're like get that summer body right so we all start working out January to get our summer bodies and then come the summer we drink a ton of beer and <laughs> eat barbecue and then we hibernate for the winter and then we do it again but if you just maintained you wouldn't always have to be like getting that summer body because it would just be your everyday body I love that analogy <laughs> maybe that's a bad analogy <laughs> it's true it's, it's true. true yeah well Jenny thank you so much I feel like I would just pick your brain forever um you know, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan and supporter of yours. And I love everything that you've done personally for me um, and helped me discover in myself. So share with everyone else, where can they find you? Um, how can they learn more um, about hypnotherapy and potentially working with you if, if, they're, if they've got the courage and bravery inside of them to go to the next level? <laughs> well behind the courage lies magic indeed <laughs> so if you want to try out hypnosis you can go to my youtube channel i have a few hypnosis on there or you go to my podcast mind your subconscious and then you can also even type into youtube hypnosis for the whatever it is that you're struggling with i have one to help you quit sugar and start drinking water instead i have one for letting go of negative energy um and so on and so forth so that's how you can learn about hypnotherapy and you can see how it feels and how it feels for you. But then again, with if you know for the first time, if you fall asleep or if it doesn't work for you, try again because it's like with practice, everything becomes better. And just yesterday, I also had a client. She had a major breakthrough after not having been able to see anything in hypnosis and always relying on her feelings. And then for all of a sudden, she was like, oh my God, I'm seeing things and it's so amazing. So really practice it. And then if you would like to work with me, I encourage you to just follow me on Instagram, hit me up on Instagram, you can DM me. I also started teaching hypnosis last year. And um, so you, that's going on, uh, that's starting like May. So if you want to join that, you can do so. Um, yep, I think that's an Instagram, YouTube podcast. 
And I will say <laughs> I've taken Jenny's course and it's amazing. She's a fantastic teacher. Um, it really like opened my mind even more about how helpful hypnotherapy can be for people. So thank you, Jenny, for coming on the podcast and sharing. And I highly encourage anyone who's interested, um, even if you just want to follow all the amazing places where Jenny is, <laughs> she posts a lot of beautiful photos of her travels and uh, her life abroad. So I, w- I guess it's not even life abroad. It's just your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's your life now. Um, so thank you very much, Jenny. And I look forward to continuing our conversations in the future. Thank you so much for having me. All right, all. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Now, if you liked what you heard, don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the Teams with Ed podcast on your favorite podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. It helps others find us and helps us grow our community. We want to hear from you. Share with me what are your goals as a leader? What are your struggles? How about your successes? If you're interested in coaching, have an idea for the podcast, or just want to chat about your business challenges, you can find me on Instagram, where I'm ashley.livingstone, that's A-S-H-L-E-E dot L-I-V-I-N-G-S-T-O-N-E, or LinkedIn. Now, that's always Ashley with two E's. You can also find me through my website, ourforte.ca, O-U-R-F-O-R-T-E dot C-A. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>